Street Fighters. Hey, Street Fighters. Hey, Street Fighters. Hey, Street Fighters. What the fuck? I just wanted Brian to think that it was fucking up. It paid, played twice. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's Wednesday night time for Street Fight. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio to watch us go live uh, on Wednesday nights or Sunday nights when we take calls. Uh, we're happy you're here. Love to see all y'all in the chat. Thanks for the birthday shout outs. Uh, and uh, we're going to continue to spread this mess across the U.S. as always. I'm Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. And uh, we are live on the internet, but also as a podcast. Most people get us as a podcast. I uh, lost my music bed, but I uh, would like all y'all to know that if you want to support the show and what we do and you don't want us to sell you stuff, uh, we would, I mean, there is some stuff I will sell you. If uh, I can get our own strain of weed, I will sell you that uh, for sure. And then merch and stuff, but yeah, ad wise and all that, none of that. Um, just two um, bad apples uh, ready to spoil the bunch. And you can pay for us to do so by heading over to patreon.com. Street Fight Radio for just five dollars a month, you get access to our uh, bonus content. And uh, even if you don't listen to it, you could just send us the money. You know, sometimes I subscribe to people I've never even heard their fucking bonus content before. I just like who they are. Uh, you know, I just have like eighteen podcasts I listen to, so you know I can't get to all of the bonus stuff. But you figure it out for yourself. Whatever works right for you. And if uh, you're not ready to do so, at least send us a, a review or tell your craziest friend about us, so that we can spread this mess across the U.S. How you doing, Brian? Great, great. This is my debut on camera of of glasses, Brian, which is a new new Brian variant that just came out. Uh, yeah, like last a, Saturday, the Br- murder Brian NFT. This is the glasses version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a bored ape, but it's just he puts the glasses on. I kind of uh, uh, I I didn't know how bad my vision was until this week. Like until I I put them on, and first of all, the first day I wore glasses, I almost threw up all day. It was the worst feeling <laughs> in the world. It was just it it made me look fuck. It made me feel crazy, and then like it slowly got better now to the yeah. point where I'm like, I like wearing the glasses now. Cause I can read words on a screen, which is very nice to be able to do. Yeah. You just gotta get used to it. It's you like do. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. But it really makes you feel like, I guess like it makes you feel so nauseous the first day. It is crazy. They told me it would make me feel nauseous. And I was like, how would it because i don't listen to anybody because i don't listen to nobody uh i decided that i also dared my trainer this week when he was like uh uh we're gonna do legs today and i was like oh i heard about leg day and he was like uh uh hopefully you don't get you know we'll, we'll try to make it so you don't get sore and i was like oh my legs don't get sore like that it's just it's it's fucking impossible for my uh-huh. legs to get sore. Guess what? My legs pay. did not get sore. Wow. He did. He, he did make me work my ass off and uh, I almost threw up. It's fucking crazy that like I can run. I'm, I'm now to the point where I can run a full mile. Uh-huh. Uh, not super fast run, but I can run a full mile without stopping. I'm, I'm 
doing the incline on the treadmill and shit like that. Like I'm, I'm really trying to push myself as, as far as I fucking can go. Uh, I, I do, I do the incline and, uh, uh, that, made me a little tired but even then is like i haven't been sore yet it's i don't know what's going on uh i hope to get sore one day because i really like feeling sore yeah. so now you're i'm not just, trying hard i guess you're not trying hard enough i mean but i go till uh fail right that's what he calls oh. it uh lift until failure is okay. what he calls it and you just fucking well i mean you know he says from eight to twelve uh whatever these are reps uh, yes reps he says eight to 12 reps uh, and you know most of the time i get to 10 or 11 but like it is a very crazy feeling to have something that you just lifted nine times be something that you definitely absolutely cannot lift yeah. one more time <laughs> like yeah I, I don't even know like how to push a part in my body so i've like been obsessed with these bodybuilding documentaries and these uh strongman documentaries and i'm not right. taking any advice from them or anything good job and this is happening before I started lifting and stuff like that, but I've been like kind of obsessed with the guys just because like the strong men, the guys that can lift a thousand pounds is something that like seems impossible. But then when they talk about what they have to do to do that, which is like, they just got to eat so much food. It, it looks like fucking hell, man. Uh, the amount, cause he, the guys just like, I fucking, I'm always shoving food in my mouth. A hundred percent of my day. I always have food going in. And, uh, even if I'm not hungry and it's just like, man, I'd really like to be strong, but I, I don't, I don't think I want to be freakishly strong anymore, which is what I wanted to be before I started. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad choice. That's a bad choice. Yeah, I just I wanted to be a fucking total freak. I also watched like Pumping Iron, and uh, uh, that was pretty cool. But like uh, uh, I've been watching these things called Generation Iron, which are are like I guess kind of a sequel to pumping iron in a way, but they took place in like the two thousands where it's like following bodybuilders around on their way to the Mr. Olympia thing. Uh -huh. And man, those guys are fucking, those guys are fucking freaks, man. Like the stuff that they're doing is just like crazy. So that's uh, I've been obsessed with it. Every night I go to bed and I watch a documentary by this guy. I can't even fucking remember his name now, but yeah. it's just a very specific director that oh. I keep watching. Yeah, I just want to help. I just want to make sure you avoid uh, any body dysmorphia uh, or expectations <laughs> from watching all this no. stuff because it will fucking twist your brain up. Even if you think, even it's like, even if you think it's not fucking with you, it's fucking with you in a way. It's fucking changing shit inside of you and uh, everything as far as health and wellness and training and exercise goes is extremely fucking twisted and backwards and they're only just now untangling it uh so yeah be careful yeah, looking be careful looking backwards yeah i think i talked to you and said that my trainer told me i needed to do 200 grams of protein yeah. a day and i'm like i can't i can't fucking do that that's just you, not 
going to be you, something that I'm ever going to be able to do. You need to lift heavy weights instead of not lifting heavy weights. You're not going to a competition, you know, like you know, there's no mm -hmm. reason to be on any sort of strict uh, diet thing. If you're not showing off your body, you just need to be able to lift weights and learn how to do it properly. Yeah. That's what's been great. I mean, learning how to do it properly, like has yeah. been like pretty incredible. Confidence. Like having a guy teach me how to lift through the uh, heels of my yeah. foot or not using my back to lift because I've talked about that this on Street Fight many times. I lifted with my back the whole time I worked real jobs for a living. And I'm not just saying like, oh, you know, I was lifting wrong because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? Because anybody who's worked in a warehouse setting or like a place where you have to carry stuff, they know how to lift, right? Like they know how to lift heavy stuff. They, they spend so much time showing you how to lift heavy stuff. Then they put posters on the wall showing you how to lift heavy stuff. And for all those years, I was like, why would I do it that way? It's stupid. It's much easier to lift with my back. It also <laughs> looks goofy. Like when you do it properly, it just looks so embarrassing. That's true. I, I, I suffered from the same thing where I was too cool for school and like, didn't want to stick my butt out when I lifted, when I, sh I totally should have not used my whole fucking back. Cause uh, yeah, I destroyed mine. Yeah. I really think it's like, I don't, I don't know how many generations it's going to take before dudes <laughs> are just like, I'll fucking not live with my back anymore. <laughs> yeah. We have to tell our sons, tell your sons, don't do it. Don't fall into the trap of lifting with your back. Even if it looks manlier. Even it looks like you're just like heaving shit, you know? There's nobody though, dude. There, even if I had a son that I was like, hey, man, you know, just trust me. Yeah. Don't lift with your back. It's a very bad decision. Even he is going to go into work yep. and grab a box. Yep. Some guy's going to call him, some guy's going to call him bubble butt while he's trying to lift stuff. And then it's over. And then it's yeah. back pain forever. Then it's just back pain from there on out. And also when you're lifting right at work, it, yeah, it's like, it feels, Ooh, hey, dirty. <laughs> it also feels slow. It feels like you can't do it. Yeah. At the speed that they want you to Bingo. lift stuff. Bingo. I fucked up my whole last wrist because I could take boxes and fling them. But like I was twisting my wrist, like every time I threw boxes and it was only oriented in one direction to the point where like, I got that fucking ganglion cyst. I got this cyst in my wrist. It was a buildup from basically not taking the time to pick them up and walk over like a fucking robot and place them down. Uh, but their numbers were like, everybody else wasn't hitting the numbers. And they, the people that were doing the safe lifting were not hitting the numbers. You can't, you can't do it that way. They don't give you the, they, the, the, the way it works is the way it works with almost every thing at the workplace, right? It, is that like, Hey, this is how you're supposed to do it. Now we're going to make it impossible for you to do it that way and meet the requirements that we've given you. <laughs> right. That is exactly how, that's exactly what, ha I mean, that happens with everything at a job. Like, at this point where it's just like, uh, Hey, you know, uh, you know, we talked about the, the breaks and stuff like that, where they're like, you could take your break off. You don't, you don't have to take a break. Yeah. You don't it's have like to. You should though. 
<laughs> if you're willing to not take a break, we'll let you sign a paper saying so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So it's, it is uh, uh, something else. Um, um, so I have some good news for everybody. And I have some bad news for everybody. And it's the same thing. Both of the things, both the good news and the bad news are both exactly the same thing. And that is, I have Jim Brewer audio. This wow. Yeah. Still rocking and reeling. Yep. Three. I listened to this, this clip, 49 minutes. I listened to it three times today because the way he talks it is very hard to clip audio from him because he is such a stupid idiot. And like everything he says is so stupid and worthy of ridicule. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's word by word. He needs to be taken down. No, I need to help somebody out. It's Vlad Uden is the uh, documentary guy.com. That that's the guy. So, that, that that's all but uh let's just get this started right away let me make sure it's on original sound here it is all right here here's where we here's the beginning of jim brewer for this week's show oh good good brian don't fucking turn the volume on way to go i know okay all right there he is. today what is this? This is going to be a doozy. Mm. This, oh, a doozy. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a doozy. I will help. I I'm, I know how to push this. I'm going to push this thing along in a way that, like, it will make sense. But I think it's, like, important for me to let him begin to set it up. And then I will, I, cause I do have to explain stuff as it goes because I couldn't, I can't play the whole video. Where was it posted him. though? This was posted on his, <laughs> on the Jim Brewer's Bruniverse YouTube page. Okay. That's it's all his, I need to know. <laughs> it's his YouTube page. We're not, we're not taking nothing out of, well, we're going to take a bunch of stuff out of context, but you know what I mean? He posted it. Sure. I didn't post this. Uh, so here we go. So let's just let's just jump right into it. So we're going to get into how in today's society how there's such people living with such fear and hate. Uh -huh. Fear and hate. Yeah that they're starting to expose themselves and they can't help their hate and they can't help their obsessiveness of wanting well, to stomp on anyone that broadcasts light or love. It yeah, well, that sounds, you know, actually, I had a weird interaction at a, the UDF this morning. I was going to the ATM and I'm not sure what the conversation was going to, but there's like five old people that hang out there in the morning, like it's a McDonald's or whatever. And I heard them complaining about a book uh, in Richmond. There was a, a they read a story about a book in a school library in Virginia that had depictions of male on male oral sex. And I feel like those are the people that are trying to shut down love. So I know what he means. I'm, I'm seeing this every day in, in society. People are trying to shut down love. <laughs> to insanity. The same 
people that preach what is supposed to be right, how we're supposed to look after one another. That's us. Over and over and over again have proven. Yeah. Sadly. Okay. That if you don't agree with them, they're not open to it. Their only message is hate wishing you death. I mean, so dramatic, my friend. (laughs) He is. When you find out what this is about, I'm just like the buildup here makes it sound like this is a deadly serious thing. Okay. What what I'm going to say, his complaints about other stuff, even like just his persona. So like coronavirus, like just listening to the doctors for those of us that are just saying like, listen to the doctors and listen to the science people. And also uh, there's other countries around the world where they're doing way better. That is feels to me like some of the oppression that he feels or like the hate, the hate in this country is that we started listening to people that said covering your mouth makes less people die. Yes. Yes. I mean, that is what he's saying. And, and he'll this, say a few things. It's really dramatic. This is really, he's in this like Glenn Beck mode, like, or, uh, uh Amelia in the chat said, Jordan Peterson. I, I agree. This is very, lots of, uh, just smoldering intensity right here. Yeah. He's so mad. So this all sparks from, and I, and I want people to understand how long this has been going on and it continues to go on in major platforms, television, radio, (laughs) major platforms where people are basically saying, Hey, if you don't believe in this, then you must die. You must not be taken care of. Where is this happening? I don't know. That is the thing. Is there killing fields or back or something? Like, (laughs) Did I miss that TikTok? Did I I didn't see the TikTok with like gas chambers or anything. I guess maybe. I don't know. I'm not in the loop all the time. I don't I don't read the same news, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've got to show I well here. More fascinating to me than anything else is some of these people come from a cult or or religion or a belief that has that has dealt with such trauma in the past. No idea what he's talking about here still, you know? That you would think their views would be just the opposite. He's I mean, yeah, I'm going to say right wrong. now anti-semite. He's saying that Jewish people, I think he's a, like the Jews are, I think the Jews and the art of the banks and they're controlling us all. Is all this sounds like it's leading up to to me. <laughs> preaching hate, violence and murder and death. So what I'm going to start you off with is someone who wished me death. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that wish me death. Just uh, that, That's something you can't help in life. I mean, people will like you and people will not like you. And that's, that's just the way it is. control how people think or feel. Uh, people may watch my stand-up, say he's stupid, he brings nothing to Whatever it is, that's, that's fine. It's just, you can't please everybody, man. You can't please the world. It's really that simple. However, I'm, I'm going to show you how the circle of, of, of beauty can work. What the monsters, the 
the demons, the obsessed, the dark purveyors, how they work, how they exploit themselves. It's like putting a light uh, and you see cockroaches scurrying. We're going we're gonna to expose cockroaches Uh-oh. in society. And I don't want you to stomp on them. This, they are natural actions to stomp on them. This is the this is the comedian Jim Brewer, the the funny guy. This is going to be an incredible. It's talking scary about like, st- stomping cockroaches in this in this world. It's scary anytime a guy says, "Yeah, we yep. got to stomp on the cockroaches." Yep, yep. Anytime. I'm, yep. You know what? I'm abolitionist. I'm not going to be too. I'm not an authoritarian. Um, I definitely want to see people that start talking about other humans being cockroaches getting yoked up. Like something <laughs> has to be addressed. Something they've gone too far. There's too much. Uh, yeah, too much going on there. So now too I'm much- gonna. Oh, sorry. Now I'm gonna explain to you who he's talking about and what is happening here. David Cross made a video for his new stand-up special. And uh, I'm going to play you a little clip from the, the video of the stand-up special so that you can hear the context of what David Cross was trying to say. And then we will get where Jim Brewer, what this is what Jim Brewer is referencing. This is it's the David Cross stand-up special. The, da- the David Cross stand-up special trailer for... David Cross. Like he has a stand-up special coming out and it is a trailer. And the reason I want to play it through David Cross's words is because it fucking comes off it doesn't sound as bad it doesn't sound to me like he's he's not wishing death on people in the way that is he is being portrayed by Jim Burr, but here we go. Okay, so this is what he's reacting to. Yeah, yeah, here it goes. We can do this, that we can all do this and gather here. And, and because we got vaccinated, because, you know, we wore masks and, and we all acted like responsible adults, uh, we can do this. We can gather and do this and not die. You know, it's a good feeling. Because all over America, they're gathering and doing this Going to a show like this, not like this, uh, probably more of a Jason Aldean, Travis Tritt, you know, Jim Brewer vibe to it. But they're, they're gathering. Oh, fuck. Gathering in a space like this, unvaccinated, unmasked. And some of those people will die. They will die of COVID. They'll get COVID and they'll die. And it's important me to to me that to to that you know that you know i take no more than a little bit of joy in that um (laughs) you know you know that they will die uh of covid because people are going to die of covid that's just fact we know that that's a number so those are the people that should die from covid Those are the, I mean, who knows how many people they've infected and unwittingly killed, how many people they've made orphans or widows or widowers. I mean, th- so, so people are going to die of COVID. Those should be the people that die. That is what he said. That yeah. is what Jim Brewer is responding to here in, 
the most serious of terms, uh, claiming really that David Cross said that he should die, which he did in a way, but he is just saying that if people have to die of COVID, those are the people that should die. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I mean, you can't take a joke. I mean, I'm sorry, but if we're going to, talking as comedians here um even the people that i hate the most if they have if there's a good joke to be made like have at it you know it's not i mean it's a it's the the liberal stance but uh, i also don't see how the way that he treats and the way that he spends all of his time talking shit about david cross's audience it's like sports teams, dude. Like you're hurt. You're way too hurt. You got your feelings hurt by David Cross because you're a, a Red Sox fan and he's a Yankees fan. Like it, there's this, this is team shit. You're doing, you're both doing team shit here. And now you took it seriously. You look like a sorry ass. Yeah. So here he goes again. Everyone, everyone that does not want this particular shot never I, you have yet to hear them wish i wish harm on anyone who gets it um anyone that gets it is xyz that is all they do that it's, is what they've been fucking doing for two years now for the most part they they every 90 minutes they speak they post a meme that says something like uh, unvaccinated semen is going to be worth a million more than a Bitcoin in five years. (laughs) Is that, I've never heard that one. Oh, I've seen that a bunch. Oh yeah. They're into that. That's a funny joke. Uh, Yeah. Also, um, you know, it's child abuse. If you let anybody under 18 get it, that's child abuse. Uh, And these parents need to have their kids taken away. Um, Yeah. They spend most of their time saying that, the people that are implementing this have to be wiped from this earth, you know, similar to cockroaches. Um, I mean, they're the most angriest, meanest fucking barking ass people that there is like, just because he put, did his Glenn Beck thing where he's like, no, let me say, should another comedian suggest that my audience should die? That is reprehensible. And it's like, Aren't you guys like the crazy ones? Aren't you the new fucking punk rock? Like, what is going on? Why do you fucking care? <laughs> yeah. So here's look, a little. He, they they do this. The concern trolling is never work. It never works. They look so stupid. They just end up looking bad. I've never. Their concern trolls are always horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So here he goes. We're smarter. We do the right thing, which is why we're gathered here. Unlike. He throws out this name, Jason Aldean. I apologize if I'm saying the name wrong. Oh God, that's just something. That is something that these morons. This is like something that Aaron Lewis from Stained thinks that smart people say. Is there like <laughs> uh, Brienne? Brienne? Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name. The nomenclature. <laughs> it's such like a weird like when you're hanging around a doofus that like feels uncomfortable because like smart people are talking. <laughs> and they're like, oh, perchance uh, I could have another Miller Lite. 
<laughs> that really is how he's trying this. I apologize. Um, excuse. He's he's like at dinner with the uh, napkin in his in his shirt up top and everything, just like uh, being. Fa- is this the salad, folks? Sir, pronunciation <laughs> is uh, mispronunciation is both uncouth and unworldly. But I must ask uh, how I should proceed. <laughs> And Jason Aldean is not a hard name to read. It's no. spelled J-A-S-O-N, which right. is Jason, and yeah, A-L-D-E-A-N. What else could it be? Yeah, Aldean. Yeah. Okay, Jess- that's fine. Jason Aldean from, from, from uh, South Carolina, from Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> He's going to keep going here. Travis Tritt, which he says in a manner that's so condescending condescending that's what that's the water on a window and anyone that follows travis trip and so condescending condescending that's that's water on a that's what builds up on a window when there's a temperature difference two times he said condescending When he said it the first time, I was like, I, yes, can't I do it. Times. I do it. I, you know, I, I didn't want to pick. I felt, I honestly, the first time it felt cheap because I totally slur and flub my words all the time throughout this show. <laughs> he confidently said condescending again. When he says that, again, he says it the first time, you're like, all right, you know, condescending. But now he's heard people say it and he's like, it's, uh, it's, condescending is that what you said like he should have i mean i've heard the word condescending so many times but i have never heard even the dumbest person in the world spell it condescending it is a fucking english word i was talking about this last night on an episode of the pod cast that we did where uh i we were reviewing a french album and i was just writing down the words that i recognized and one of them was mademoiselle uh because the word mademoiselle was in the song so i spelled it how I spelled it in my notes, which was M-A-D-A-M-E-M-O-S-E-L-L, which is certainly not right. Uh-huh. But at least I know that it's not right. <laughs> like, and I'm not going to, like, I wouldn't write that down somewhere else. Like, he is yeah. like, this is so condescending. Yeah, in French, in France, they call a woman a mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Aldean. So if you follow any one of those two people, A, you're stupid, you're a redneck, you're dumb, mm. you're worthless, mm. you're garbage, you're not human. That is what this person believes. I, I don't think he does. I That's think more than said. anything, he just wishes that you would just believe in medicine. I don't know, like... As eight people, we've had we've had records of of disease for thousands of years at this point. Like the scientists can see it in fucking rock formations and shit. And like this is a part of just being alive. And uh, you gotta defer to other people. Y'all have held out for so long to wait for like the zombie apocalypse to come. You watch too much goddamn TV, you know. And uh, yeah, we haven't seen the the adverse reaction that y'all have been telling us is coming. Yeah, David Cross is from Atlanta, by the way, or Georgia. So okay. he, it's not that he 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 is not like this guy's from Long Island, 
and he's yelling about uh, David right. Cross, and it's a it's point scoring, really for for him. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I I mean, if I gotta say something, David Cross, he must be from New York for reasons and uh, <laughs> with three parentheses around him yeah, he must be from new york for for some reasons that i've come up with and uh i'm just going to say like well i'm also from new york but i know that people from the south are actually good salt of the earth people it's the same thing like a lot of times people will will talk about like working class people as though they're like this big monolith mm. Uh, of of people that are like uh all white guys with with like ash on their face and like dirty coveralls and stuff like that that are just nobly going to <laughs> work at the fracking mines and then then stopping at the uh speedway on the way home and getting a uh taquito uh, which that is a good portion of the working class. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but there are all different other kinds of people. And then he throws my name in there or Jim Brewer. And I went, oh, okay, where, where's he going with this? And then he exposes his hate and says the most vile, disturbing, <laughs> this is a unethical, I mean, it's not a soulless, thoughtless thing someone could wish upon anyone. He's, I mean, he says, and that's why I wish them all to die. Yeah, I, and then he goes yeah. on and says, "And they will die." <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, I love that line. <laughs> they will die. <laughs> yeah, he's Alex Jones at this point. If David Cross, David Cross says you're you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Like that is just exactly uh, uh, what what happens. He, he brought his trusted followers into a place to say that he was going to genocide all of the Jim Brewer fans. He said <laughs> the Jim Bruniverse was going to be decimated. They would cut us down <laughs> unless we got the vaccine. So he goes on and on and on about this kind of stuff. And then he says, I have a history with David Cross. David Cross has made fun of me in the past. Uh, uh, like way back in the past, David Cross has said like snide things because David Cross makes fun of comedians sometimes. That's like in sort of his thing. He probably knew like 20 years ago, like this guy's not worth, he's not going to get it. This guy's not going to fucking get it. It sounds like he was right. Yeah. 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 And he, th here's what, what I can glean from Jim Brewer was that there, when, when David Cross did Alvin and the chipmunks, um, it, he did a blog entry because his fans, the David Crossheads, which I was a David Cross fan, I, a big time David Cross fan. Oh, now see, now we're revealing the bias in media and <laughs> reporting on Jim Brewer. I was huge into him. I really liked his his uh, stand up specials and and his CDs, and I loved Mister Show and stuff like that. He said that. David Cross fans got mad at him for doing Alvin and the Chipmunks, which I don't think there was any kind of a big outburst about that. And then he said when David Cross 
was sort of addressing it with his fans on a blog that he said, well, it felt like a smarter script and uh, it wasn't like they were going to use a guy like Jim Brewer. That's like what he's mad about. <laughs> wow. From back then, blood feud started. Yeah, that is when it all began. So uh, uh, now <laughs> Jim Brewer is playing a festival at some point in the 2000s. Uh, he goes on stage and he does his he does whatever he does. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we've all these it. people are parents. They're like, <laughs> rah, bah, gah, bah, bah. <laughs> he leaves the control. <laughs> we need control of genocide the people without the vaccine. <laughs> David Cross, he wants to kill me. <laughs> he, he said, David Cross said, you will die. Yeah, you will it, die. It sounded like he believed that. Like, he was just like, now I'm going to get fucking COVID because this stand-up comedian said, I will die. And that is another thing that fucking makes me nuts. He is a freedom of speech guy. He is a, a, a hey, we can't cancel comedians no matter what they do guy. Uh-huh. You know? Yes. No, I know. That's what I mean. Exactly. That's, what, that's why it's all bullshit to me. It's like, you got to believe that for everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah. So he gets there. He goes backstage into the green room. And who is sitting in the green room but David Cross, okay? okay. And two other comedians. So here we go. Sat down like this. And I said, David, Jim Brewer, do we know each other? And he's clearly worried. He did not expect to see me. And I didn't expect to see him. And he said, uh, no, I said, then why, why do you, why do you keep bashing me? Why do you keep attacking me in public? And he, he, I can't, it bothers me when people turn into a coward and they lie right to your face and they pretend it didn't happen, which is exactly what he did. He went, I don't, I don't, I don't remember doing that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, David Cross. Of course you do. Because it came out of your mouth because you're obsessed with it. What's wrong with your cord, dude? I don't know. It's fucking making me nuts. All right, I'm going to try this one more time. If it doesn't, we're bailing here. This is also, this is totally like hanging out at the VIP lounge on the patio. Everybody had too many Michelob Ultras. It's 2.15. They want you to close up your tab. And this guy is talking about the time he fucking knew he fucking knew what i meant when i said i think we know each other because he had a blog about me and it's just like what the fuck man like punch his lights out or go or you're the coward like if you're going to go and tell these grandiose stories about this shit fucking make it happen you got enough money to pay for a lawyer figure it out that way beat his ass or slap him in the face and make him look like a punk this is this i this is such an annoying story to me i hate these stories i said i said to the guy that stole to my lunch at work i said oh yeah because i packed the amy's burrito today so how did you get an amy's fiesta burrito today and then they ate the burrito in front of me, but I, they knew it was mine. They fucking knew it was mine. All right, let's try this one more time here. Here we go. With hatred. You're obsessed with anyone that's opposite of you for whatever torment you're going through in life that I represent. 
Because it's not me. You don't know me. You know nothing about me. You never oh. have. Okay. My door is always open for you, though. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I'll always just give you open. What actor's playing? Is this Al Pacino playing him in this at this point in the movie? Who who is who's in this movie version of this when everybody gets up and claps? Yeah, yeah, because you don't. Hey, you don't know me actually. Uh, I have. I'm full of joy, David Cross. If you had come to me, even though I don't know you, and knocked on my door, I would have been there for you, and I would have yeah. met you with love. Yeah, openness hey, and love, ahead. straight up and truth. You clearly for that. And he, I said, you know what you said. And David goes, I don't don't remember. Well, the first was you were um, on Oda Kirk's DVD. Okay, Oda Kirk's DVD is Mr. Show with Bob and David. (laughs) Okay. It's half his. Sure. But that, I got to give Brewer credit. That is a really fucking dismissive and shit. And I like it. That that is something I would pull. This is also how I fight as well. The end. Like he was dragging your ass the whole time. It was Odenkirk's <laughs> show. It, Mr. Show was Bob fucking Odenkirk, not David Cross. <laughs> We're like, wow, this crowd was in a while. I thought it was at a Jim Brewer concert. And he says it in a very smarmy, sarcastic, degrading manner. Yeah. And so, yeah. he goes, I, I, I didn't mean it as an insult. <laughs> now, I know he's a smart guy, and I know he thought about that. So now he's trying to say it wasn't an insult. So he's basically insulting his own intelligence. Oh, which is okay. Who you are? You have the opportunity to get to know someone and talk to them as a person. Oh, that's true. which is what this we're doing. In my hand, this is God, what we're doing. This is what we're doing. I'm getting to know you right now. I'm telling you that, like, I would be benevolent if you were to come to me on your knees and ask for forgiveness. I would break bread with you. I would take you into my bosom. You're in my wing. I care for people. This is I'm benevolent. I'm ben, I'm the, I'm the M emperor but i'm benevolent to you mr cross you have the option to get down and kiss my feet right now you could have come to me and not been condescending okay (laughs) but you did (laughs) you came to me with condensation okay on everything it was it was it was mildew from day one (laughs) everything was condescending from you and you never once reached out to say uh hey i really hate what you do to my face You put it out there publicly and you recorded it and you figured I'd see it, but you never called me on the phone, the person that you hate and told me to my face. <laughs> Which I know he doesn't believe in and he actually despises and that uh, too is okay. But my hand to God, this is exactly how it was, folks. It wasn't like who the fuck who did, was not like that. It was just the way it is well, right now. We was all wearing right. suits. We was sucking on stogies. We had a couple <laughs> girlies around. It was all, it was all uh, uh, consensual. It was a great time. We, we was just having fun. We was kicking back, you know? Right here. The way I'm explaining to you. And I said, and the other, well, let me tell you about the other thing you said then. Try to explain this one. Oh, okay. Oh, my um, God. I mean, just like got- you're at a fucking show. 
you're both trying to, you're both there because you make thousands and thousands of dollars doing this. And you can't just go eat a fucking sandwich and be like, that guy's an asshole. I probably shouldn't talk to him. You now are like, I have a burn book and I wrote down all the mean things you did to me in it. And now I'm going to read them to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it comes off as so he does not know how bad he comes off here again. What you said, is exactly what, the course of action is to just be like, I'm on the David Cross side. You be on the Jim Brewer side. Sure. And we just, we don't have to talk. It's pro wrestling know? dog. It's kayfabe. Everybody's making money here. Everybody's having a good time. <laughs> you can, you so can, you're, please do a special and say like, you know, this isn't a David Cross audience. You know, we don't listen to doctors. You know, we don't wear diapers on our face, you know, and they, they're more susceptible to infection because they have the vaccination. And, and we have the numbers from Facebook groups to prove that they're dying more than us. And, you know, we pray <laughs> for their souls, though. We play for their souls, even though they're all going to hell because they took the, the mark of the beast. These vaxxed people with their fucking worthless cum. Yeah, and they're they're not viral anymore. (laughs) We pray for them for that. (laughs) Their eggs have dried up on the women. Got upset with you about doing the chipmunk movie. So you responded by saying it was a smart script and you had to say the word smart to validate yourself and what you need to be validated by. That's your world, not anyone else's. That's your now he's wearing the lab security. coat. Now he's wearing his uh, psychoanalyst lab coat. I I cannot <laughs> get enough of Brewer psychoanalyzing people. <laughs> Love to be at a at a fucking festival when like marshmallows on stage and like everything is fucking rattling inside this thrown together you know structure that you're in the the green room of, and uh, some guy comes up to you and is like, uh, "You have particular problems that are that started in childhood in relation to your mother and your father and the way that they raised you. You obviously are fulfilling needs of and wants, you know, through me." And it's like, "What did you say? I can't hear you, dude." I, <laughs> there's Stoli. Did you get any of the Stoli? I had like five drinks. I'm I'm twisted right now. <laughs> and you and you said they could have went the stupid route and gone with a jim brewer so you basically call me stupid well but what did i do to you that bothers you uh, totally cowarded out okay coward folded this is with witnesses this is a guy that became famous for going just doing goat noises oh i'm stupid all of a sudden now i'm stupid now everybody people point at me like you're a clown you're a clown just fine it's fine no you're allowed to do goat boy i don't think i think there's a place in the world for goat boy i believe it or not i am not anti-goat boy i am not a fan of goat boy sure right but I'm not like, I'm not like a fan of Goat Boy. It's that's not my kind of humor. I I don't dig it. But it's kind of like, well, you're fucking. There's a place for you. Why are you so freaked out about what a guy thinks about you? I know. Yeah, a guy that's not even in your circle, and you don't care about, and you don't respect, and you. It doesn't matter. Well, he he finally gets it down to what we what what david is mad at him about you're not mad you don't you don't 
You're not mad at me. You're not mad at Travis. You're not mad at Jason. You're, you're upset. And I started looking into who is Jason Aldean and who is Travis Tritt. And each of them are huge family people. I mean, Jason Alden, all he does is talking about openness. We need to be open. We need to be open. Family, family, family. Oh love, God. love, love. Travis Tritt, uh, family, family, love, love. And Travis has also said, hey, man, I don't want to play venues that force people to show a card. Clearly, that rubbed David the wrong way to the point where he wants them dead. <laughs> I love that line. Late night talk shows hosts have said this. Radio people have said this. Artists have said this. Baffles my mind. And what do they all have in common? Uh -oh. That's the interesting point to uh -oh. find. Uh -oh. What are they? What, what does each person have in common? Okay. So he's not mad at me. He doesn't. He's not mad at me. He's I. He's mad because we think differently. Okay. Because yeah. we think differently. No, he's mad because that's you don't it. Thing actually. And people like this are willing to hold on to their thoughts, which they do not know anything about. David Cross knows nothing about me. But you know what was powerful? I'm not going to lie to you. I had extremely uh, bad thoughts immediately. <laughs> Let me tell you oh, something, what? David. Is this confession now? What, are we going to Catholicism? <laughs> you know, the first meeting, yeah, I was sitting in a chair talking to you. Second meeting, ain't going to be like that. <laughs> it's going to okay. be the worst nightmare. The stuff that scared you as a kid and whatever. And, 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 the but these are just thoughts I had. Just the stuff that scared you as a kid, he's going to put a sack over his head, cut the eyes out of it, and pop out from under his fucking bed. He sounds like he's going to be Freddy Krueger to him. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the boogeyman. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm the boogeyman now. I'm going to Freddy fucking Krueger you. Okay. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. I'll come and get you. This is also just like such a like just a limp, flaccid fucking thing to say. Like, I'll tell you what, I just gave you 45, 45 minute, um, you know, dragging. <laughs> I just I literally just in my story, I've been talking for 60 minutes now and telling you off. Uh, I wanted to straight up kill you immediately. So you should thank heavens, you know, that that I didn't do that because I want to do that all the time. I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm mad at other people that are, are into death because I'm just so open. Yeah. And people have bad thoughts. You do. Bad tries to create more bad. <laughs> you have bad thoughts. Yeah. You Once are the ones, the problem, like you are, you are unwilling. You will not listen to things just because you will not listen to anything about vaccines just because you just hold this idea that someone should resist the vaccine. There's yes. literally nothing else. There's no proof. There's no, there's nothing else to suggest. This is a problem. You literally are just tied to the idea that someone should be resisting the, the vaccine. You're fucking afraid of something. Yeah. You're terrified. Yeah. You're afraid of something and you will not listen to anybody that asks you not to be afraid of it.
You know, right. You think you're living this fucking maverick life where you're not consumed by fear of COVID. And it's like, you're probably not going to fucking die of COVID, Jim Brewer. I mean, now he's going to because David Cross said that Text him. Time coming. Yeah. but you're probably <laughs> not going to die. I, I mean, I, he's gotten it and, and he, he didn't die from it, which is whatever. It's not about you not dying from it, you fucking asshole. It's other people that you pass it to dying from it that is what people are worried about and this is it's a looney tunes ass joke to have somebody that's like COVID isn't real and then it kills them like that's a turn of phrase you know like that's a joke that's the yeah. joke that's all the joke is it's yeah. mean it's cruel yeah it's ugly uh sure uh and I, I don't know why you went this route when all you do is mean be mean and cruel and ugly about other people all the time yeah you too. Again, just like Star Wars when they're like, yes, use your hate. Voices. It's like Star Wars. It's like Star Wars. It's just yeah. like Star Wars. This is like Emperor Palpatine type shit, bro. Like totally uncool. <laughs> yes, yes, use that. Use that energy. That's what they want. That's how they do it. <laughs> and I had a, I had friends calling up, I'm not going to lie to you. I had to talk them off the ledge. Listen, man, don't worry. Where is he in LA? Or is he in New York? Is he in LA? Don't, please. Oh my no, God. No, let's this see is where- so good. This is such a fucking knuckle dragger ass bullshit. My <laughs> boys, like, I pulled them off. Like, are you, my boys should be pulling me off. I'm pulling my boys off because I'm that fucking compassionate about this shit. I got so many, so many people were trying to kill you, David Cross. And I said, no. I said, not on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> Jim Brewer's got shooters, dude. Oh, I know. Anybody. He just call him <laughs> out. He doesn't even have to ask. They just know what to do. They move into action. As soon as someone whispers his name, they're in. <laughs> it's funny how we do we gotta is. worry? Like, when are they coming for us? I mean, I'll I'll take them. I, I you know what? Yeah, if I, I want to see his shooters by- too. If 54. I get killed by Jim Brewer's people, <laughs> I'm a bunch of happy s- with that. 62-year-olds in testament t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there. I I can think of way worse ways to die than getting killed by one of Jim Brewer's guys. It's pretty hard. It's harder to get killed by Jim Brewer's guys than COVID. Yeah, COVID is easier to die from than getting killed by Jim Brewer's fucking goons. Yeah, yeah. Where he's playing? Don't worry about it. No, dude. I don't care if he says you suck, but he wishes you death. Says you're gonna die. Not cool. my my this mother my mother would be my mother would would put a hex on him. <laughs> Says you're gonna die. Why is he so obsessed with the fact that David he Cross feel, said guys with COVID die? He feel like he caught somebody. He really they are so twisted in that he thinks he found like a liberal being a hypocrite when they're supposed to be like these lovey dovey hippy dippy people is what it seems like. Yeah, well, that is that's always been right. Like from the very beginning, uh, you know, at least from like 2011, and uh, when we started doing this show, there was always like, and they, and you're supposed to be the tolerant one. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's true. That <laughs> was the never beginning. Say that. Yeah, like, I'm not tolerant of this dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. I, whoa, whoa, whoa! When did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to play one more little piece of this, and then I got one more thing I want to get in. <laughs> um, uh, here it goes. I'm gonna get you the. I, I want everybody to hear the reason 
why David Cross is doing this. And, and, you know, it's, it's a very famous, uh, Jim Brewer thing. And also just like something that, you know, is, is really high on my list of favorite reasons for things to happen. And here we go. Oh, it was to see people's real reactions. And there was people there who never saw me before. They didn't know anything about me. It was uh, younger, older, all different walks of life. Wait, what? And okay, so while he's he, telling them off, this is happening. He did a live show. Um, oh, he, he's he not talking a, about like the show that he put on David Cross when he he dragged him through the mud. Uh, that's what he did. Yeah, he he. So he spent the last. 15 minutes of his set the other night that was being live streamed for Patreon talking about David Cross. Now oh. I can't listen to that. Cause I mean, we should be on. We got to get we, 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 it's yeah. tonight. I'm doing it tonight and I'll give you the link. <laughs> it seems like there's gotta be some stuff in there. He knows how to generate heat. He knows how to get that money. <laughs> we'll pay for it for all of you. So here is his answer to why this stuff is, uh, why these bad things are happening, you know. Uh, let me go back just a time. I love them, just like him looking around in the crowd. There's an old man. There's an African American. There's a, a woman. He's just like he's in like he's just aud like perf audience. He's like in the audience of himself. You know. Yeah. Well, it's he's in awe of how amazing he's done. I gotta be honest that like. If I'm a conservative guy, like a guy that's taking this route, uh -huh. uh, very conservative guy, he gets mad when people say something's racist, that kind of thing. Sure. If I'm that guy and I look out at my audience and there are, are like people of color in the audience or maybe same sex couples or, or people, yeah. I'm getting excited. I am right. just sitting on that stage. It's working. It's fucking working. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> taking, I'm taking pictures with every single one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put arm around a trans person. <laughs> right. See, they like me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was to see people's real reactions. And there was people there who never saw me before. They didn't know anything about me. It was uh, younger, older, all different walks of life. Sounds like just younger. And, and yeah, I got to say, people from age 18 to 60. <laughs> I feel like it can help a lot of people. A lot of uh, people. Um, the way you must deal with people that feel this way and continue to act this way. Continue to attack the way you think, your common sense, your, your, your spirituality, your faith in God, and whatever it is. See, it's their own fear. It's their own fear. He's and slipping. Now. He's so slipping. Like he, this is getting too much. He, he thinks his comedy is helping people. Yes, he does. He does. He thinks he's making changes in the world, dude. He thinks he's, the world's bending around him. And that he's inspiring more people to wake up. Yeah. Which is not happening. <laughs> no. They want to see the funny voices. And you just got to wish them well. And you have to let them know, hey, man, don't fear me. I, my intention is not to hurt you or anyone. Oh. Don't fear me. This is such and a I, Greg Locke. This is Greg Locke. This is pastor ass behavior. This is just a matter of like, I look at this guy. 
He used my name as a joke. I love him. I love him. I, I have a 45 minute speech prepared against him, but I love him and I care for him. You know, I'm a radical. I'm just that open, you know, and I would never, ever in my life say anything bad about people like that. I, you know, I would also say that, that like nobody is questioning that your intention is to kill people We're, we don't think that you intend to kill people, but your intention doesn't matter because you're spreading a virus all around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't think his intention is to give people COVID. I don't feel like that's Jim Brewer's intention. I don't give a fuck about his intention. I care about what he does. His yeah. actions is what we're talking about here. Fighting just continuation of uh, a situation that uh, once again, there's data from other places in the world. There's plenty of, of information about this already on what we can do. Um, and for most of us, we found wearing a mask to be not that intrusive in our lives. And my kid isn't, my kid isn't waking up every day, weeping and saying, take the diaper off my face, daddy. It's been fine. Yeah. We've managed. Yeah. It's just a, he's a baby dude. That is really what this is. So, and he's afraid was, of a shot. That was a little brewer update. I got one more thing we got to do here. Uh, so this, I believe, is a place in Maryland. I don't know. It's called Benji's, B-E-N-G-I-E-S, Drive-In Theater. And what it is is it's their condition of employment policy. Okay. Um, and it's, it's what you get when you get a job at Benji's Drive-In Theater, which, by the way, I go to the drive-in sometimes. I mean, it doesn't look like a place with super high, like the people that are serving you are smoking cigarettes, like <laughs> in the ticket booth, <laughs> right? And like hanging out, you know, having, <laughs> it's, it's just, a loose model. It's a loose business model. I, I love it. I would fucking do that. You know, it's a summer camp business model. It's like, <laughs> yeah, people that can be outside and watch movies. So here are the rules that they are they are talking about here uh one be at work on time ready to meet and greet the public if you do not show up for work it will be understood that you have quit with no notice the only exceptions will be in compliance with the rules two if you do not come to work because you are sick or if you must leave work because you are sick you must be examined by a licensed medical doctor and provide to us written verifiable documentation that you are healthy enough to return to work this business is not responsible for any expense incurred to have this done however this business would consider advancing you the funds from your pay to allow you to apply oh, <laughs> nine dollars an hour my copay is you know 50 bucks so i gotta work a whole saturday to to pay for that and the COVID test it cost me 24. yeah if an emergency arises Ugh. concerning yourself or an immediate family member for example sickness or death etc and you are unable to report to work documentation of the situation from a verifiable source must be provided uh for example obituary or police report etc that is that's always been something that just, i find to be so evil is to be like your fucking grandpa died hey you know I'm not saying your grandpa didn't die but I'm gonna need you to bring in one of those prayer cards from the funeral to prove it you know, I don't know. Well, I'm always devil's advocate, I guess. 
Um, but I feel like if you didn't make me prove it, then my grandparents would die at every single job I've had. I would have four grandparents die even within six months jobs. I would have four grandparents die. If I knew, if I knew that there was about that, I was definitely not keeping the job. I would immediately one of the grandparents would die that fucking weekend. I think. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is like, it doesn't, if you know what though, it, how many four times over the whole time of your employment, you got one over on them and that's said true. That your grandparents died. Like who cares? I mean, what, that's true. What's the big deal? And most of the time they don't, I mean, most jobs like at a drive-in theater don't pay you for bereavement time. No, it, it would just, be it's unpaid time, unpaid time. You're right. It would just be three day weekends. It would just be free three day weekends. If you need time off of work, you must give 17 days written notice. What? When does the schedule come out? <laughs> when does the schedule come out? I, I don't know. I assume it probably comes out on the Friday before. Yeah, I, I would even say Monday because it's a drive-in theater. And a lot of times drive-in theaters are only open Thursday, Friday. And right, Saturday, right, right. You yeah, know? so probably so, Monday. Yeah, it comes out Monday, and then you know your hours for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and maybe Sunday, but I don't even think they run Sundays at all. Um, so 17 days written notice is really unfair because shit happens. Shit happens all the time. I know that sounds like a really ridiculously vague and stupid thing to say. No, it's life. Sh shit does happen all all the time and there are a lot of times where i have to be somewhere and i do not know that i have to be there 17 days before i have to be there yeah i mean i just handed out birthday cards for my kid's birthday that is happening in like 13 days <laughs> yeah i mean well that's not even that that's that's a birthday party though and it's like yeah but that is a thing words. that's happening I don't, I feel like that's a thing that's like happening at night or something like that. It's just, it's like most people probably aren't going to have to take the time off work. Most people around us aren't going to probably have to take the time off work and like uh, birthday party uh, wouldn't interrupt a drive-in job. True. So you got a good point about that. It would, but still 17 days, I think is a really unfair amount of time to ask. And I have always been of the belief that seven days is the amount of time that, it, that you should that should be the maximum amount of days out they should be allowed to require, I think. I think before the next schedule, you're right, probably the week, by <laughs> Sunday. By Sunday, you need to let me know what's going on for the week. So you need to get the notice signed by management. If you're in a position to have someone else make plans for you, like parents or spouse, you must let them know that they can't make plans for you that will interfere with your job in this condition of employment. What? Not all requests for time off are guaranteed until the management approves it. And understand that not all requests can be granted. Approval is granted for specific reasons. If your plan cancel, so does the approval. <laughs> oh my God. So if we see you on Instagram stories, eating ice cream, instead of going to the birthday party, we knew you fucking lied to us. <laughs> now you got to pay us back. You fucking bought tickets to a concert and then it shows up in the newspaper that the concert got canceled. Yep. And they're like, why didn't you come to fucking work? <laughs> Your approval got canceled. We saw the raid show was canceled. They're running a whole concert calendar back there too, with like people's names on the concerts and shit. Well, they, that movie got put pushed back a month. That didn't come out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we know we run the movies, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if the I have a movie guide right here, right now. I'm looking at it. Seven, there's no 7:30 showing of the 3:55. Yeah. Oh, your parent-teacher conference. You don't have uh, documentation from the parent-teacher conference that you signed up for 17 days ago. <laughs> we we called the teacher and asked if the thing happened, and she said it was canceled. You're fired now. You're in huge trouble. I the teacher that the teacher said it was a 10 minute thing. 10 minute thing. You could have done that on your break. Yeah, you know, there was enough time on your break to do that. You didn't have to take a whole night off work. This is the first time I've ever heard that in. in my entire life like, yeah that is a crazy that is like um a big red flag I, I would never ever work for this place i mean i would steal from them to they go out of business like this place i want to be proactive and and taking away their business for sure if the employ employment schedule is completed and you see that you are not scheduled for certain days on the completed schedule you are still expected to come into work if you are called if you make plans on days you are not scheduled and or called into work and cannot come in because you have made plans you are in violation of the rule if you want to make plans that are not flexible request it 17 days ahead of time uh, number three, a, we must be able to reach you by phone on short notice. If you are not reachable <sighs> or are unavailable, you have not complied with this policy. And, and you know what this is reading as now, this is reading as a guy or, or woman or, or non-binary person, right? This is reading as a, a person who's maybe not smart and isn't like a lawyer writing what they think a lawyer would write. That's true. <laughs> They think it's a contract if they yeah. make people sign it. Yes. <laughs> it's, but, well, they have they have at the bottom of it, it says, please initial page one here. So you have to initial each page. Yeah. That's <laughs> such a dumb nope, guy. You tell. read it. You read it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting mad at them. You made plans and it, they weren't flexible. So, hey, that's that's got to be illegal, right? I called you uh, at 552. And just see if you would answer and you didn't. So that, that's unacceptable. Unfucking acceptable. Yeah, I'm 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 really weird. I wonder I wonder if that's legal. I don't think that can be legal. That number four, if you are caught stealing in any unlawful act, if you are fired or dismissed for breaking this policy, ground or house rules and policy, or failure to provide this company with the minimum of two weeks notice of your decision to depart will result in our applying any legal and or financial remedies afforded to us under the law. Oh, <laughs> we're going to sue your ass. You quit. <laughs> we sue. <laughs> Proper termination of employment is to provide the management with written notice and a photocopy of your notice that will be signed and dated when received by the management to be retained by you for your records. I don't I'm not, I don't need I don't keep records. I'm sorry. I don't have a single record in my house. I don't have a filing cabinet. I don't have any records. I do have like tax returns that I shove into a folder, but if you went and told me to get those tax returns i would have no idea where they are i just know they're in a folder somewhere yeah i could make them if if the government comes with the guns to prove that i have them that's about <laughs> it Con uh, consider not coming to work consider not coming to work is quitting without notice and you can cause us a very big loss of income also non-return or willful damage to items this company provides to you will be pursued 
Number five, if you leave this business under any violation of these conditions of employment or circumstances that are deemed negative, you are never to return to this business with or without a ticket. Fuck. <laughs> You're banned That's forever. Hard. That's hard, though. <laughs> what is this tyranny that they're they're doing at Benji's? You, you may never return under any circumstances to the Benji's property or any of the land owned by this business. Jesus. <laughs> Don't get caught on the land. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You know, you can't do that. Hey, you, you can't turn around in this driveway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> each employee signs in and out individually. No employee may sign in prior to the time assigned on the work schedule unless approved to do so by the management. You must also be diligent to sign in and out and do so with careful handwriting so we can read the times. If you forget to complete the timesheet or do so in a manner where we cannot decide what was written, you will be paid for your time, of course, but for the time in question, you will wait until the next pay period for that time to be entered signing in out for the time not earned is stealing time please refer to number four above which is the one about stealing so number seven any persons bringing you to or picking you up from work must obey all house rules and policies oh my god uh, I mean, like, okay, so to be sure anyone involved is properly informed as it is you that will be held accountable. Persons under the age of 18 cannot walk out of the theater after their shift. They must be picked up by a parent or guardian. We must have their written permission to leave with another employee or anyone who is not a proper guardian. That's not, you can't do that. That's not, you're not allowed to do that. You, you have to fucking just, I, I mean, I got driven home by... Some pretty wild people when I was 16. <laughs> yeah, they're literally, they want to be in charge of that. They want to control who the fuck gets you to work now, too. They have, yeah. There's rules and stipulations. All of this to, what do you win? Like, what kind? What could you possibly get from being employed at this fucking place? There's the, there are many You get to other. see all the fucking movies, man. You get to watch all the fucking them. movies. You can't hear them, though. You might right. be able to, but I mean... <laughs> You know, there are many other rules that will come into play after you are hired. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Including, if, if you choose to play this game, you will find the rules increase in difficulty. The following are examples of ground rules that are enforced here and applicants are expected to comply. Any rules changed, altered or added after you are hired must be adhered to and will be enforced. So Oof. one is no cell phone use is permitted here when you are working. All cell phones will be in your car or in possession of the management except for work breaks and will be returned to you at the end of your shift. No exceptions unless otherwise provided by the employee manual. So that's that is fucking weird that management can hold on to your phone for you i guess you know they did let you keep it in your car so i guess i'm yeah. gonna keep it i'm gonna have it in my pocket nobody miss mr quimby we're gonna keep this phone <laughs> we're gonna keep it till the end of the day if your mother wants you to have the phone back she can call me my number's in the rubric <laughs> no body piercing adornments other than up to two earrings and one one oh, come on ear. what is this this is i mean what kind of situation is this now you're controlling the amount of piercings i can have two you're allowed to have one in each ear you're not even allowed to have two in the same ear or like oh, right. one in your nose and one in your eyebrow or any right. of that stuff you have to have you can only have a piercing one in each ear and i'll bet you like god intended yeah and i'll bet you you can't have it up into cartilage 
either. No, God, you know? no. <laughs> it's Never. mad about that, too. It looks the like only, it hurts. Only people that bring documentation that they was pierced, their ears were pierced as a baby are allowed to wear earrings while working for Benji's. <laughs> Tattoos must be covered by clothing, gloves, or bandages, or management-approved methods. <laughs> this includes when you are arriving, departing, and during work, or at any time you are representing us. If you are in Benji's work attire, this would include off-site settings. You may not wear any attire that indicates the Benji's in any Royal Farm store. So I don't, I don't really know. There's a means. beef. There's fucking beef in Royal Farms chicken. <laughs> Benji's versus Royal Farms. They're like if they see if Royal Farms sees you, like you're in big trouble. Um, I also now I want to get the job. I want to have some like Gen Z uh, kid with their face all tattooed up, like do like a makeover where you can't tell. But then when they show up to work, they just cover themselves in band aids like all over their face. They've got <laughs> they're just all bandaged. They look like a fucking mummy, and they've got two big hoop earrings, you know, that are giant hoops. Like uh, yeah. Door knocker like, earrings, motherfucking bamboos. I like the idea that they have the the tattoos on their face and they put the makeup on, like the pancake powder makeup on their yeah. face. And then just as they work, they sweat like more and more and it <laughs> yeah, just rolls it down. Yeah. And the tattoos start being visible as the shift goes on. <laughs> um oh, here we go. Strict dress codes apply. Fashion statements like wild hair colors or the latest trends may not be appropriate for this business. Certain okay. <laughs> boys, you get a high and tight or a buzz. That's what you get. We'll tell you one thing: you ain't getting the latest trends. We, we will cut your the latest trends. Benji's cuts hair for all of our employees. <laughs> that would be sick, though, if they cut your hair it sounds like a brian quinby method <laughs> i mean i would full do that control though. dude if it was my business and i was making people look a certain way like that i would do i would hire a barber on premises yeah. and be like look i i'm not gonna make you get your hair cut by this guy but you're fired if this guy sure. doesn't cut your hair i'm making <laughs> a good bar barber too i mean that is fair to me it's not fair they, they shouldn't be your job shouldn't be allowed to dictate your hairstyle i'm not saying that i'm saying that if your job does dictate your hairstyle they should have to have yes. a stylist on premises that's true i get it now yeah if <laughs> yeah. they have opinions they should have a, a stylist and a barber so <laughs> all attire and styles must be deemed appropriate by the management who has the final say. No shortcut shorts or low waistlines or showing undergarments or tying up shirts are just some of the examples that we are communicating. Employees will be given shirts after the training period. Once you're given these shirts, they will be worn always. Proper care of the clothing is your responsibility as well as keeping them clean. That's another thing, dude. I'm against that. When I worked at the fucking deli place, they cleaned your shirts for you. You didn't, you could, you left your shirt there, uh -huh. which is crazy cheap. I mean, I do get like that. That is extremely cheap because they were just like, if this motherfucker quits, we're out of shirt. Yeah, that's it. That's, we paid $9 for that shirt. We can't lose that. Yeah, but I liked it that they did it, though. Yeah. I liked that you walked in and you got handed a clean shirt. Now, there's no way to fucking know if that shirt was cleaned either. Yeah, I don't trust it. They should have certainly some certification behind that. <laughs> I mean, if they're too cheap, if they're too cheap to, like, lose a shirt, then they're not fucking going to the right. laundromat or whatever. They're spraying Febreze on it. <laughs> exactly um employee okay so um 
They, if garments become stained and bad looking, you can get a replacement by turning in the bad article. I don't get why you would okay. turn it in. All clothing or equipment must be turned in before your last paycheck has been received. Any willfully inflicted damage on items returned will be charged to the employee at the retail or replacement price. Any items not returned will be caught will be the cost to replace unreturned items. If you are not yet given shirts or attire, the only acceptable dress is a shirt with no writing. If you are positioned on the field, your shirt must be white or very light in color. If you are given equipment, you are responsible for that equipment. You are financially responsible for damage, lost, or stolen equipment, which is something I found to not be able to be enforced in all of my time True. working in my whole life, I have lost. I talked about the drill situation at the cable company where I, I probably lost double digits of drills, double digits of wrenches. Uh, there was this thing called the signal level meter that was like a $1,600 piece of equipment at, at the at the cable company i lost one of those and like th they can't make they just can't make you pay for it there it got so bad at the cable company that i started thinking about selling stuff like because it was just like they'll just keep giving me new stuff like what's yeah. the fucking point you know yeah i think um, they don't want to do that in food service, no one can have nail polish or adorned nails when working in the concession stand or anywhere around food. Again, certain hairstyles may require use of a hairnet. Not bad. Whatever. The, the nail polish thing is weird. I've never heard of somebody's nail polish coming off in the food. <laughs> Same. If you come to the movie, employee privileges are free movies, and you are needed to work. Expect to be drafted. If you... <laughs> What? So if you go to the movies on your night <laughs> off, they can draft your ass. Yeah, you're allowed to see any movie you want. You can bring your friends, but if we need you, you got to jump on the fryer. And I mean, you know how teenagers are, and that's who I'm sure works at this place. They love going to work. They love yeah. spending time at work when they don't have to work. I, I spent well, I so mean, much time at Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it is like, I mean, I know some of them work concessions and you don't get to watch the movies or anything, but the perk of the job is you can watch the movies for free. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the perk. When you are working, family, friends, and new acquaintances can, cannot stop and converse with you. If this situation comes up, the only correct response is, I am sorry, I'm working now and cannot carry on this conversation. <laughs> if the person persists, walk away from them, or you oh may say God. and believe this. Continuing this conversation will result in my dismissal. If conversation or engagement does continue, action on the management's part will happen. <laughs> oh my God. That's wild. That <laughs> is a wild dictator. thing. This person does not deserve any of this power. No. When you work when your work shift ends, you must you may not hang out. When the work shift ends, you must leave the theater. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? Getting rid of one of the best parts to fucking having a job where you close. Closing, the only good thing about closing is hanging out with people after work. The other closers. You know what I mean? They're like, get the fuck away from here. Uh you will not leave the workplace without management knowing. <laughs> okay. If there are any accidents or injuries or as the result of any lawful, unlawful or unreasonable act, you must submit to immediate drug testing. Failure to comply means you give up any rights of recourse damages or litigation against this company. And then that is the signature. This again, Hell. for the people listening, this is for a drive-in theater. 
uh, that probably doesn't pay minimum. I mean, probably pays minimum wage, maybe a quarter more to 50 cents yeah, more. 25 cents more. Wage. They pride themselves on not paying minimum wage by paying 50 cents more. Yeah. My wife got a raise yesterday. It was like 3%. And I was like, she was like, that's not bad. I always wanted to be more. And I'm like, yeah, because 3% don't sound like shit. <laughs> doesn't doesn't beat inflation for sure right now where it's going for sure well uh that is street fight uh that's all i got uh all right well that's all i got too thanks for listening in uh we appreciate it as always uh if you want more of what we do head to street fight wcrs on facebook and twitch or, i'm sorry facebook instagram and twitter that's what i'm saying uh and uh if you want to support the show patreon's a place to do it otherwise let people know about it uh as always uh we'll be back on sunday night to take your calls uh we are street fight peace to all the ladies working in iowa 80 someone push me to the chrome on the inner sites living hard life working long nights and buy every man you ever love to your heart die yeah, my mother- Strikes, knock and walk your